Hey, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining us for the All Saints Lutheran Sermon Series of Podcasts. We're so delighted that you've landed on this page, and we ask that you contextualize yourself by reading the descriptor. Enjoy, and let us know what you think. Grace and peace to you from God, our Creator, His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. I am excited to be with you today. I'm also a little bit nervous to be with you today because as I'm learning this craft, this gift of preaching, it makes me and reminds me of the time of Lent and especially a new experience I had in Lent and also an old experience. Last Wednesday when Lent began with Ash Wednesday, we had the opportunity, I had the opportunity to work with glitter ashes. And glitter ashes made me think of a couple things. One, the wonder and glory of what God has given us in Jesus, the one who died for us, and we are so blessed to be saved by Jesus and his resurrection promises to God for us. The second part of the glitter has to do with cross-country skiing, and especially Jesse Diggins and the U.S. ski team that makes generous use of glitter as a way of energizing them. And that's where I want to share with you today is something I get a lot of energy from, something that I pray and hope that I am filled with the Holy Spirit, much like Jesus was prepared with the Holy Spirit before heading to the wilderness. And that is that same wilderness I experience when I do my cross-country ski race with many of you knew about, and we kind of celebrated that. So... A week ago from just this last Friday, I skied in the shorter version of the American Berkebiner, and that race has been going on since 1973. This was my 13th shorter race, and I've done 17 of the longer races. But before I get too far into the racing, what I want to mention as well is how important it is this event has come to mean to me when I used to have to think about it in a much different way. Sometimes I feel challenged to think that I need to earn something, that grace isn't freely given, and I struggle with that at times. But when I remember that it is this wonderful gift that God has freely given to me, that I don't have to do anything, it's this idea that here I am, I just have to accept, and I love that. But like I said, I struggle with that, and I'm getting better at that, and that's why I share, will be sharing with you, the story of my race that becomes a gift for me, and especially this year, I think it was one of the greatest gifts I've ever had. So normally, I would really be thinking about this race, planning every detail, and getting a little bit uptight about it. In fact, Sometimes it would spoil the whole event. Much like, why do this anymore? Questions that I would have. But this year, like I say, was different. This year I was able to relax a little bit more, and I had a special gift that my son came with me. So trying to make this a one-day adventure, we got up at 5.30 in the morning, and as I kind of joke, my son, who is finishing up his college career and living at home, Getting him up sometimes before 10 is a minor miracle, let alone at 5.30 in the morning. He was up, ready to go, 
he was fired up for, for this event. So we packed up the car, had everything ready to go, started driving north up to Hayward, and little did we know there was a little bit of snow. Remind me a little bit of this morning. The roads were very treacherous and difficult. Cars were going in the ditch. And normally when I would be so nervous, so stressed over this, I just realized I can just slow down. I don't need to worry about what's happening all around necessarily because I know everything's going to be fine if we just take our time and enjoy the experience. In fact, even if I'm late to my start time, that's no big deal. Ten years ago, I would have even had that thought. It would have just been a whole bundle of nervous energy. And as you may or may not know, nervous energy has never served me very well. So, up we go. There's probably 2,500 people and then all the fans. We go and park in the parking lot. Everything is amazing how smooth it's working when we're not worried about it. Having that plan in place, knowing that everything was just going to be fine, knowing that Jesus is with me. I have that spirit. Just enjoy it. Don't fight it. So we get all of our things. We get on the bus. They bus you to the start. And there is excitement galore. I see some of the people that I think I used to be like, frantically running around, trying to you know, either fix a little piece of equipment, get their bib situated, and there's just all this stress. I found a chair that my son said, oh, Dad, why don't you sit down? you got to do a little work today. So I sat down. We had this just great chat. You know, talk about this idea, and not to romanticize it, but here's my beloved son with me. I'm thinking, boy, I wonder if God felt that way. Here's his beloved son setting him off, probably knowing full well all of these things, especially that he was going to go to the cross for us. And my son's with me. So we get in the start. He's over there, and all of a sudden, I, I don't see him anymore. I'm like, well, that's kind of interesting. So I wait. I, I, I really enjoy talking to people, because as this becomes for me, it's as wonderful as going to church. But here's my church up in the woods. My wilderness becomes this event with all of these people. And that was an important thing to me because I finally decided to quit racing. This used to be a race for me. So I would train every day of the year. I'd watch what I eat, have to have the best equipment. I'd have to start up front. And when you're starting up front, you want to stay up front. And there's pushing and shoving. There's swearing. And it's not very fun. All because you want to win. But then I realized winning wasn't the important thing. I'd already won. Just like the gift we've been given, we've already won. And not even that sense of winning, but it's that sense of receiving. It's opening our hearts to that. So back to my story. We're skiing along, having fun, talking to people. And I don't start in the front anymore. I try to start in back, and that was one of the first things I said to uh, a very nice woman next to me, I'm like, I'm too far up. I'm going to have to ski too fast right off the bat, and that's not a good way to start because having had my asymptomatic COVID, I didn't know how I was going to respond. I hadn't even skied for 20 days before the race. So I know how to pace myself after all of these years. 
So I'm kind of plodding along, and I kind of just fell into place. And then, surprisingly, a kilometer down the trail, there's my son. He's like, go, Dad, go! I'm like, wow, that's awesome. He walked all the way down, kind of through the snowy woods, just to cheer me on, kind of a little private moment. Took a little video, which I watched later. I'm like, I was maintaining my pace. It was about like this. It was really slow. So, but the important thing was, it was awesome being really slow. When you're going slow, you could see the snow, uh, the snow crystals on the trees, much like the glitter. As the sun comes through those, you know, kind of like we look at some of the stained glass. Can't really see it from here. And then the giant red pines along the trail. It's like going down one of the greatest churches in the world. And that's the thing that starts filling me up, being there with all these people. And as we're heading down towards Hayward, the hills seem to get a little steeper. The little bit older I get. I was hoping for a little more erosion and things there. It doesn't work that way. And the downhills seem a little bit faster. So as I'm going up and down, I just remember this experience. I remember being in that moment. This is what it's all about. This is why I do it. And I know I don't have to win. I don't even have to finish, even though that might be an odd thing. I've been lucky enough to always make it through, but that's because of all the people, and that's that spirit that I think we all have that we can all share. So finally, you get to Lake Hayward, and lakes are supposed to be flat. They naturally level themselves. And last Friday, there was a headwind, and the lake as I always joke, seems like it's uphill. But that's because I'm so tired. But in that tiredness, I also become super emotional. It's really weird. You know, if people are to come by me, they ask, is everything okay? Because I'm in tears. It is that much for me because I know, number one, it's going to be over soon, which is both good and bad, because at that time my body's saying, are we done yet? But my brain and my heart is not quite full. It's not till I get to that finish line. So sure enough, two kilometers to go, I look up and there's my son. And he's standing there. He walked all the way out from the finish. Our plan was to meet at the finish because I, you know, we rode up together, want to ride home together, all that kind of stuff. So he's like cheering me on. And then it happened. That little spark, that little competitive thing showed up on me again. Kind of going, go a little faster, show off. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. Because at that point, the cramps are there too. And it's like, yeah, I I can't show off. So even at that point, as my son is there with me, cheering me on, and I'm plodding along, something happens. I get a little bit more energy. I figured maybe we'd be having a little chat as we skied in. But I was able to go a little bit faster, but I think my son also understood what that race was all about, too. He didn't need to be in front of Dad. He didn't need to be cheering me on in the sense of, you're not going to make it. Being competitive, he was there supporting me from behind. And I'm sure he was watching me ski, and he took some videos of that as well. And at that point where you crest over Highway 63 there, over this international bridge, you can see the finish. And it's just that last little bit, and that's where my heart is full, that I know that this was a wonderful gift 
that I got to be up there, whether skiing or being a spectator. This is one of those points in life for me that fills me up so greatly. And I crossed that finish line, and it was one of those incredible experiences again. They give you a little medal, which is, that's great. And, uh, but that's not why I do it. Why I do this race every year, why I plan a lot of my events around this is because I have a gift, a gift that we all share. And I share that story with you today of being so full of the Holy Spirit and encourage you to think about and wonder, where is that event? Where is that art? Maybe the grandchildren, maybe going for walks. What fills you with that Holy Spirit is one of those things when it does, it's so incredible. And it happens without a lot of planning. It's one of those where I accept that gift and encourage you to also accept that gift. And as I try that every day, every day becomes a little more joyful, a little more exciting. It helps me to smile because I, for my life, have always felt I need to do this, I need to do that. And now I know that God loves me just the way I am. And that is what fills my heart with joy. And I thank you and welcome you to share that joy too. And that's why it's so important. And that, again, to show up, do good and be kind and feel so great with all of you. My siblings and saints, for this we can all say, thanks be to God. Amen.